BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. For 25 years, Seth Lightman has seen it all. From the newest electric car revolution, solar power, bike lanes made in NYC, and now we are here. More electric cars, need for more renewables and eco-friendly products in our world. Well, now it's time for an all-out podcast for this time. You're listening to The Green Living Guy Show. He's funny, real, exactly on point, and some think his style is so raw, it's crazy. Let's do this, folks. It's time for The Green Living Guy show with Seth Lightman. What's up, everybody? It's Green Living Guy here. It is a beautiful day outside. It's still, it's kind of end of summer, but the summer's still out until nighttime. But what are you going to do? That's what life is all about up in New York. Anyway, I'm here with a friend of mine who I want a committee with for Barcliff Sustainability Committee with the town, with the village of Barcliff manner but uh she's also into a lot of green stuff and we wanted to get her on a podcast welcome stacy winnick to the podcast the green living guys show so happy to be here seth thank you so much for inviting me sure so why don't you tell everybody as i always ask tell me how you got into going green per se actually you know it's funny you've been a big inspiration i've been watching you for years and i'm so happy to see what you do And then our local sustainability committee needed me. And I saw all the things that other people did. And I saw how much I was wasting myself. And I just started reading and researching and taking classes and watching you a lot. And, you know, learning from other people. And that's what I'm doing. I'm co-chair of a sustainability committee. And I donate things so you know, basically, I'm on a five-year journey of sustainability that I've been doing it. Right, right. So one of your biggest things that I've noticed that you like to focus on is not just recycling, but repurposing and or taking people's things that they would consider trash and making them into something that's green, which could be either repurposing, donating, or getting money for. So it's, you know, getting cash back. So tell people about your particular interest in going green, which is the whole repurposing or reusing of things in the world today. I believe, see, my thing, I come from a reseller's background and a vintage clothing background. I did vintage clothing for costuming. And I always wore other people's things because I found the better quality things that I could ever afford. So I started with my community collecting things for specific groups. There were a lot of needy children that needed stuff, and I collect winter coats. So not only do we collect the winter coats, have a drop-off, but we had people clean the coats, all the volunteers, and then we collected 200 coats and gave them to needy people. So that was so much appreciated by the community. And then the other thing, this is what I hate, Seth, more than anything, and I've told you about this so much and you agreed with me, 
I will go on the side of the road driving on bulk pickup day and someone put a piano on the side of the road. That's like crazy. Like, how do you do that? How do you I, I don't get that. That's completely logical, but go well, ahead. I, with that. I'm, I, just, I'm perplexed actually, just by the thought of it. But Well, I actually ahead. did something about it. I knocked on the woman's door. She happened to be a friend. I didn't know it was her house. Someone's walking by and said, I need a piano. And I put the two people together. And that's what sustainability is all about. Not putting it on the side of the road, finding places, taking that little extra time. So now in a lot of these towns, they started to take it or leave it. And what it is, is a shed in a particular town. And you can bring your stuff there or leave it there or take something there. Would you believe in one of these take it or leave it was a use, it was dirty, poochy designer bag. I cleaned it for like three hours and now it's ready to sell and I'm going to get $300 for it. That's the uh, cash part about going green. But, go yeah. Ahead. Yeah. but I think there's so many parts of being sustainable. Like I won't put something by the side of the road. I'll bring it to the take it or leave it. There's you can bring it to a take it or leave it. You can go on buy nothing and get stuff or give stuff. And there's so much to give. Now, we're going to be having an appliance fair in our community. So we're rather than all these appliances going by the side of the road, small appliances, we're collecting them and giving them to needy people. And there's all these repair cafes. Repair cafes are actually a kind of meeting where you can go and get your items re-sewn, get your blender fixed. There's all sorts of experts, um, your furniture. And I believe in fixing things. And you don't have to dry things. So what if you wear it two or three times? Big deal. Yeah, I've noticed that, for example, there was a statistic shown in particular when it came to clothing, where it said, and I have to get it, for you for a different time but it said something about that after two or three years of wearing a shirt or the life of a shirt every day you do that basically saves 100 gallons of water because somebody didn't have to make something for you there's lots of little ways that people can reuse repurpose recycle and or donate those taxable purposes or not just to donate or to give away but a lot of people have things in their homes that uh, they don't necessarily think are something that are profitable or sustainable or, or meaning something somebody would want it. So tell people about how they should determine whether something is in that, you know, and sustainable folks is that, you know, the circular economy. So this is circular economy stuff we're talking about here. So tell people how they should determine if they have something valuable in their home that's worth that effort. Okay, so there's all sorts of things to do. Do you want to donate this item or do you want to sell it? So I determined that in terms of the price that item is worth. And I'm not going to waste my time on a $50 or $40 item or $30 item because I really want to move. So I want to move quicker. But had it been a year ago, a $30 item, I would have sold it rather than donate it. So I can increase my cost so I have more money to move. But now at this point, I'm donating a lot of things. So there's fabric scrapping. You can donate to the fabric scrap in your nearest town. And they take sneakers too. So I'm really advising you, do not dump 
the fabric stuff in those boxes. Oh, hold on one second. Where do you recycle sneakers? Go back. In the fabric scrap. They take where, the sneakers there, too. Yes. Where are fabric scraps? To, to well, um, they're all over at different towns. So Scarsdale has one. Austin has one. And White Plains has one in Westchester. And people should look online for the larger audience. Right. Out there. right. Look online for fabric scraps in your area. Uh, also. Scrap, uh, or recycling. But you don't want to bring them to those big boxes that say whatever organization, because guess what? Those are for profit and they sell it to other countries. And the other country gets loaded with these scraps of things that are unusable for them. And then it impedes their manufacturing business. And that's what's happening in Ghana and Haiti as well. Yeah, well, right. True. I mean, not just that, but even in, of all places, Bali, they're calling it like the plastic capital of the world now, too. Yes. There's a ton of plastic there, so there's a lot to do with that. So you've been in this business of sustainability or purposing for quite some time. Do you want to tell people about your business? I think since I'm- business been, part of it. You know, a client will call me and say, I want things to go to people. I don't want them dumped. So I had a woman in the city, in New York City, who- was put in a nursing home. The family said, just dump everything. And when they say dump, I run like crazy to the house because who knows what could be there. And I advise people how to sustainably get rid of everything and not dump it. And as many things as I can get rid of. So here's what we did. I looked in every closet. I looked everywhere and I found $11,000 worth of jewelry. Unbelievable which all sold at auction. Then I brought it to a very, very- And they say, throw it out. And they say, get rid of it. Yeah, and they were shocked when I found out about that jewelry. So everything got repurposed to somewhere. So you have to have these contexts. But here's the important thing is, you should call a church or a local thrift store because often they pick up. And then you don't have to hire someone Now that the virus is kind of going down in the numbers, more people are getting out. So they will send a crew to your house to pick up all the furniture if you donate. And it's going to very good use. They have the veterans. They have the ASPCA in different towns. I donated to this thrift store that, if you can believe this, this was 20 blocks from the Upper East Side house. So I had to have a guy load it. But he brought it to the thrift store and they got a $10,000 tax write-off. And within a week, everything was sold. Everything. You know what's a really hot item? You're not going to believe Talk it. about circularity there. Talk yeah. about circularity. It was uh, dropped off at El Barrio Thrifts. It's, it's an amazing thrift store. Um, most thrifts will take anything. But I'm going to tell you a collectible you don't know about. You know what's really hot? Towels. Vintage towels. Some of them sell for fifty and sixty dollars. I have a Scarface I... towel, and you know people throw those towels out. All the towels. Now here's a place to give them to ASPCA. Give your towels to the ASPCA if they don't have a logo on it, and you can look it up on eBay. You can sell it, but towels ASPCA loves them. Sheets they love those. They use them for I'm the I'm just dogs. still perplexed that towels could be worth 50 bucks. Oh, you can't even imagine anything. Okay, here's what I'm going to tell you this. 
this was terrible, something on the side of the road. And this was the Tronic VTech item. And I'll pick it up and see if it's okay. And then I'll look it up. What I look up is, are all the parts there? So I always look that up. And it turns out not all the parts were there. But if you sell it for the parts that you have, guess what? It came out to $45 in parts for just what I picked up. I could have sold it all for parts. Okay. Okay. So parts sell for more than the whole. But it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy. But I can really repurpose a house within a couple of days because I have all the context. So instead, I brought it to the take it or leave it shop and a little girl was willing to take it with missing parts because it was so active. It made so many noises. It it had so many current parts that it was okay. So tell people how long you've been in this business of resale. Yeah, of reselling and, re, you know, kind of repurposing stuff for reselling also. Okay. So my mother was interior decorator designer, and she had a store called Auntie Mames on Central Avenue, White Plains. And I would go with her everywhere, all over the Westchester County. And I learned the business from her, but I kind of poo-pooed it. And then when I started t- selling vintage clothing, I got way more into it. And one of the most important things I'm going to tell you about with this 20-year knowledge is something I learned about 10 years ago. I was in New York City. I saw a roll-top desk worth about $2,500. So I said to the doorman, hold the roll-top desk. I didn't give him money to hold it. That was stupid of me. The next thing I know, I was bringing a friend to help lift the roll-top desk, a guy in a bicycle got it and put it in a a cab and got the roll top desk. I had a huge argument with him. Now I'm going to tell you when you don't have a van to take something, the number one rule that you would get any piece of furniture. What do you think it is? I'm lost. Okay. You ready for this? Take the drawers, take the drawers, go home and get your big Mm. car. That Uh, is the only way. Nobody is going to take a dresser with outdoors. There you go. There's a tip. I mean, it was the most eye-opening thing to me. And, you know, there, that roll-top desk was out of the garbage. I mean, that was going to be crushed in a garbage truck. And today I just rescued records. Actually, yesterday, just rescued records. Like everybody's saying, oh, records again, whatever. Well, no, I'm giving the records to First Village Coffee because he collects records. And they were country records. Not everybody wanted them, but he was so happy that I was able to give them to him. So when you have friends who collect things, you can get rid of things that way. You can give Christmas gifts. I love vintage wrapping paper. Christmas vintage wrapping paper. You ready for this, Seth? $35 to $50 a roll on eBay. No. Yes. 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 It is so highly sought after. Christmas ornaments. I got Christmas ornaments that someone threw out by the side of the trash. A whole huge box that I sold for $200. No. So I, I really I feel. Talk about repurposing paper in a good way. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you can wrap gifts with it. I just really feel people should think before they do something. I am food scrapping. 
I am using newspaper as wrapping paper. I am washing out spice containers and using them and making, I make my own reusable sink cleaner. And all that is, is Arm & Hammer baking soda and essence of lemon. And Love. it cleans the sink like nobody's business. Makes it not smell. Perfect. And so and I then you don't have those jars. You know, and then you don't have to go out and buy more plastic that holds another uh, flu. Isn't that the another. worst? Isn't that the well, worst? It's typical of what happens. But we over here, we recycle them. But, you know, most people would just throw it out after it's done. You know, it's the reality of it. Yeah. But look at what they're selling in the supermarket set. You know, I said to my husband yesterday, go to BJ's, get some eggs. Do you know there was not one single paper egg? They were all in plastic. Oh, yeah. And most of that stuff you can't recycle that it's packaged at all. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen your website. It's uh, stacywinnick.com. I've seen that you've been on other shows, I guess, talking about this right. phenomenon that's becoming more uh, popular across the board, even with apps that are out there like Poshmark and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I guess you're becoming more of a resource on this. Absolutely. I tell people where to sell and my clients. I teach people how to sell. I also have an Instagram shopping by the curb and I give day to day tips on how to sell things and what to sell, what not to sell, when to sell it. You can sell a snowblower 365 days a year. And how do you sell it? You sell it if the price is right. That's the thing. So when you're driving around and see stuff by the curb, I encourage people to get it off the curb. When I see it crushed in that garbage truck, I am just amazed, amazed and saddened that that's going into the landfill. And it's going to well, take- it's either going into a landfill or, or an incinerator. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. I mean, people throw out the most beautiful things. And I think putting people together with things is really very chariot oriented, thinking of your community. And another thing, Seth, have you ever been to a clothing swap? No, but once a long time ago, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking of having one with our sustainability committee where we're going to have clothing and other things and people come drop off stuff and you can take any stuff, but it's not like a take it or leave it because it's only that one day. And most of the time they're left with nothing and the rest goes in fabric recycling. So you would take the rest and donate, you know, yes. donate it to charity. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I've heard of them. I know that they're very popular. And I know that they're making definitely a comeback, to say the least. So these are definitely part of the repurposing community to culture that we're seeing rebounding over time, which is great. I mean, vintage has always been there. I remember my mom used to take me to vintage closing stores, too. So uh, nice to see that it's still going on. So you've been in this for about, what, 10, 20 years? How many years have Uh you been? So sustainability and being sustainability conscious for the past five years, but 25 years in the vintage business, resale business, and downsizing business. Okay. Okay. So that's really your thing. So you've been on uh, CBS, you've been on other TV shows about this, and where do you foresee 
your brand or the movement in your brand going in the future? Well, I'd like to turn a TV show, Turn Your Clutter Into Cash, and educate people about sustainably getting rid of their clutter and selling it. There's some valuable things that people have in their garage, and they don't know. You know, I'm also going to tell you, do not call these junk luggers. When these junk luggers come, they charge $1,000 to clean out your garage. And guess what? They're dumping in the county dump. You know, so if you call a church or yeah, a charity, I wouldn't do that. they're going to reuse it. But lots of people do. Here's the thing. Everybody wants fast. I had a woman call me and she said, I just sold my grandmother's house and we forgot about the dining room table. Can you remove it for us in two hours? Now, people think I'm a miracle worker. No, I really can't do that. But. I made a phone call to a needy person, needy family, and guess what? Within two hours, they picked up the dining room set. But what the person didn't know is it was a stickly dining set worth $6,000. I will repeat that again, $6,000. That's big. That's big, folks. Yeah. So people, Seth, are in a rush. They want that aha factor. (gasps) I'm done. And that doesn't always come quickly. And stop dumping on the curb. There's ways to do that. Stop calling other people who are going to put it in the landfill. Call the charities. So what if you have to call three charities? Do it in advance. Make a plan. Clean out that garage. And have someone do it. You can have someone do it. You can. But you don't have to pay these exorbitant fees. There are dealers who will come clean out your garage, pay you a small fee, and take everything with them. Right. I mean, especially for, like, getting a furniture set that's expensive, you should be able to give that person money. It's like you made money off the deal, for goodness Absolutely. But you know what? She just wanted it gone in two hours, and two hours is not a long time frame. And she was very lucky that I had a person to do it. And that person was very lucky that he got that for his family. And now, like he just moved into a new house and he said, do you have a dresser? Do you have a mirror? So I went on buy nothing for him, you know, and you'll find a lot of stuff on buy nothing. But I think it's really important. Buy nothing is a, is a website on Facebook. So you it's go on buy nothing page. It's in every town in the country. So okay. there's Buy Nothing Briarcliff, Buy Nothing Syracuse, Buy uh, Nothing Philadelphia. Okay. And you can join your town's group and you could put an ISO, which is in search of. And I'm in search of, say, uh, a blender. And two people may have a blender. And then you may have a blender two days later. Without buying. Without having Without buy. buying it. Without buying. There are people who've furnished their whole houses from Buy Nothing. It just shows you what you can do if you take your time. Uh, yeah, I think. But also, Seth, being educated about this and, you know, really doing some research. And I offer people that research. Oh, my God. What am I going to do with this old washer? Well, can it be repaired is the first question I ask. And it's really hard to dump that, you know. And sometimes someone will buy it for parts. I had a guy with a 1950s gorgeous oven and it wasn't working and someone bought it and took it away. He was going to pay someone $300 to take it away. And this guy paid him 250 
and took it away himself. Yeah, that just shows you what you can do if you apply a little effort to this. And that's what people like you are as an expert to help people to get their, what they consider trash, but it's really repurposing. It's repurposing of something that you don't want or giving it to somebody who does need it. There's always somebody in need of something and people forget that in in this throwaway economy that we live in. So that's what the sustainability is about, folks. Today's lesson today, without question, is about looking and thinking twice before you throw something away. Thinking about it and calling somebody like a Stacy Winnick. And she has the website, stacywinnick.com, right? Yes. Uh, and again, repeat your handles on all your socials. Instagram is shopping by the curb. And there's a picture of me there. So those are my two things. But Seth, mm. I'll tell you the other thing that's important. I don't care if I make money with things. I care about promoting change and the change in people's attitudes as throwaway. You know, I want to change that. That is so important to me to see. Right. That's your, that's your on the road. Yeah, that's your number one hotspot. What got you into green and what keeps you mm-hmm. in going green. But go ahead. I think it was the piano. Yeah, that would set anybody off. (laughs) I don't know, Seth. You know, that was a huge one for me. But, you know, people throw everything around. And you know what the next thing I want to work on? I want to work on this with you. I want to get rid of the plastic straws. And I want to have plant-based straws. Well, they're getting there. They're paper. It's going to be paper now. but uh, The paper uh, waste away. It's slow to get there. It's not easy. It's not easy. I think people just have to think long and hard about what they throw out and that there's someone in need who will love that. But they just don't have the time. And you know what? If you bring it to one of these take it or leave it, or you bring it to a reputable charity or you call a reputable charity or church, you will get rid of a lot of stuff and people will use it. And that's the important thing. Don't you want to see someone with a dining room set that you had and you want to get rid of and someone's using it, their home is so happy. It has a new life and it's not on the curb. I have seen Absolutely. many times those Absolutely. things crushed up and it's just really sad. Yeah. I remember when, uh, when my father passed and I had to give away a bunch of his stuff and I could, or donated it, which I did donate a bunch, but it was great to give away a bunch of the things and hear how happy they were. Absolutely. Using it in their home. That's a very rewarding experience. But go ahead. You were saying. I just think that people have to know there's a way out. Don't think you have to dump it in the trash. There are so many ways out. I've already said about those things to do and you can follow me for more. But um, this week I just picked up some trim and ribbons, old trim and ribbons, about eight of them set. They're worth $50. You never know, folks. You never you know. You never know. You never know how much something is worth. And before you consider throwing it out, you might want to talk to somebody like Stacy Winnick, who will help you determine. And, you know, going green isn't just about not making money. It's about taking this economy and making it circular. And this is an example of what a circular economy is all about, because Stacy is able to repurpose things and turn them into cash. 
more than most people are. And, you know, there are certain people that are able to do certain aspects of green very well. You know, some people are able to do electric cars or able to do solar or wind or energy efficiency. In this case, for Stacy, it's definitely about repurposing and recycling and reusing something and also knowing the value, the inherent value something has. That can it's, give it's, every, Seth, it's everything in the house but the house. How do you like that one? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me. You know, I believe you know, there's inherent value in everything. You just need to take a step back and try and make it sell. Yeah. And no, I don't only believe the sell. I really want to give people things. I just want to change people's lives. We just got a bike. And here's the other thing. I partnered with a bike shop in Pleasantville, New York, and they're going to they fix the bike for free and they're giving the little girl a new helmet. Yeah, you never know. That's great. I mean, that's just about finding something on the road like a bike and then giving it to somebody and having it fixed. Yeah, I know one of the gentlemen, rest his soul, who uh, started the repair cafe up in upstate New York also. So it's nice to hear the repair cafes are doing well because they're part of keeping a product alive community versus throwing it out or mm-hmm. getting rid of something. So there, there are many different ways to keep something and to not consider it trash first off the bat, but to, to really, really consider your options of what you can and can't do with that particular product. So Yeah, there are so many things in our house that we need to get rid of. Seth, who needs 30 mugs that don't match? Get rid of them. There's tons. I don't need six or eight spatulas. Get rid of them. In a case like that, would people want to buy a used spatula? No, I give them away. Yeah. I give them away. Unless it's so special. No, I give those away. I give them to the take it or leave it shop. I give it to new people. But Seth, you can't imagine... What does anybody need all these empty boxes? I'll give you a list of five things that you can get rid of in 10 minutes. Okay? What about all your mugs? What about all your spatulas? What about all your pens that you get from the bank? Right. What about all those sheets that have holes in them? You don't need them. The pillowcases that, what about the old rugs? Do you know they take them at ASPCA? So those are five things. If you take 15 or 10 minutes, you can get rid of a whole drawer full of stuff. Why do we need a junk drawer? Right. And you can even donate it to charity in some cases and get a tax deduction on that for the people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am sure you can think in your house of all the things you have too many of one thing. And it's a lot. It's a lot. Why do I need shoes that I don't fit into anymore? I don't. I'm hanging on to them. Why do I need a dress that's a size zero anymore? I haven't been a zero in 20 years. Now, here's the question. All these links and resources, is there a place on your website that you keep all of these resources for people? No, I have it all on my sustainability, on my shopping by the curb. I have all those resources. On Where? There. So you have a shopping by the curb website? No, shopping by the curb on Instagram. Oh, and I also Instagram. have. 
Yes, on Instagram. But I also, I forgot about this. I have a YouTube channel with many of my classes stating a lot of these things. Uh, and it's YouTube, Turn Your Clutter Into Cash on YouTube. Okay. And is there a link to that on your? Yes, there is on the Instagram and the website. And the website. Okay. So go to stacywinnick.com and you will find all of the ways to get in touch with Stacy. Absolutely. To learn about where to go on Instagram and on YouTube and to learn about all of these resources that Stacy knows off the top of her head, but the majority of people don't know. So these are really important things when we're talking about trash, when we're talking about landfills, and we're talking about the waste economy, how you could be less wasteful, which is today's one small step at a time going green thing is to be less wasteful and more thoughtful about what you do with something before just throwing it in the trash. And if you need help with it, you go to stacywinnick.com and you'll learn more about how to make your life more repurposed in how you do things. Less Stacey, clutter. Less clutter. <laughs> yes. Which they talk about on those shows on HGTV. Uh, Stacy, thank you so much for your time. And I really love working with you also on the sustainability committee. We make a lot of things get done. So it's great to have you in our community helping people waste less. Um, and I think that we can all learn a lot from what you're talking about. So thank you for your time. Thank you, Seth. And, and again, go to stacywinnick.com, folks. Today's one small step at a time is be purposeful with what you are th considering throwing out. If you need help, go to Stacy Winnick's website, stacywinnick.com. It's two N's and it's no Y. It's just stacywinnick.com. Oh, it's S-T-A-C-E-Y. Oh, it is with an E-Y. Yes. I apologize. Yes. Winnick.com, W-I-N-N-I-C-K.com. Or shopping by the curb on Instagram. We're shopping by the curb on Instagram, and we will have the links to this on the page on everywhere where this podcast will be as well, which this podcast is going to be, of course, as I mentioned before, but will be on Spotify, iHeart, iTunes, App, Amazon Radio, Stitcher, and off the Art 19 platform. So, Stacy, thank you very much. Thank and, you, Seth. Uh, we will have the links to getting in touch with you on the page for this this show so we're Sounds all good great. all right i'm gonna thank you, uh, thank you uh, have ladies, a great you, day thank you have a great day and uh, one small step at a time again ladies and gentlemen today's is stacywinnick.com thank you and we'll see you you've been listening to the green living guy show with your host seth lightman if you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.